Hello again. Welcome to the show. This is the... <laughs> Scott, they coming for you? I don't know what's going on. Was that a fire? That's, fire a fi- that's a fire truck, yeah. Wasn't me. Okay, it wasn't me. Okay, Shaggy. Yeah. Uh, very nice. Hopefully it's not a fire at the MGM. They've kind of had a bad track record with that. Anyway, hey, it's the Back to the Window crew. I'm Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com, and I'm joined by Vegas cool guy, the one and only... Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together, we do this each and every day, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as Scott and I do our very best to help you guys head back to the window. So uh, make sure you check us out. And make sure you check out all the other great shows here at the Max Wagers Network. you got Midday Money with Sean Higgs. That starts at noon Eastern. Morning Wood with Allie Burns. Wink, wink. Uh, of course, Just Parlays with Chris King and Jim Williams. And then it's uh, us at 3, Scott and Scott. And then 5 p.m. Eastern, you got Lenny Nick and Tim Earl doing game time decisions, bringing you up to date on all the injury news, line changes, and things like that. So, good to be here uh, with you guys as we take our end. Um, they broke it up into four separate uh, entities doing uh, one bracket each. We're doing the Midwest, and that's exactly what we're doing here, Scott. This is the the Kansas bracket, if you will, is the... KU plays uh, starting off with... Who are they starting off with, Scott? We don't know yet, because the Wright State plays against Bryant tonight. There you go. There you go. Uh, they, will, they will take... Now, I've got them... Now, see on my bracket, I've got them... Oh, sorry, sorry. Like no, Texas you're right. Southern. They're Texas yeah, Southern. Texas Southern. They're, they're getting 20, 21 and a half. We talked about that. Yeah, Arizona's playing Wright State. My bad. All right. So, um, let's start with... Uh, let's start with that game. 20, 21 and a half for Texas Southern. This was a... My God, Scott. Uh, this is a Texas. This is a Texas Southern team that uh, made a little money for us yesterday, as they took care of business against Corpo Christi, uh, Texas A&M style. So twenty-one and a half. Uh, you like KU? Do you, first of all, do you like KU to win this one outright? Scott, you with me? Uh, it's not me. I'm telling you. Okay. Can you hear that? Yes, we all hear it, Scott. I, I don't. I don't know why there's some type of. On a high-speed chase or something? Conflagration. They have a high-speed... I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking if I see Vin Diesel, you know, for the Fast and Furious They have a, they have a high-speed chase with a, with a fire truck? I, I, you know, you could always use reinforcements. What is this? What is this, airport? You got to bring a little muscle. Or airplane, rather? Into a car chase. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, for this one, I'm going to actually take the points with okay. Texas Southern. Okay. They've been constantly in the NCAA tournament. Of course, they haven't won any games besides the first four, but they have played recently. Kansas has been, you know, taking a nap since the conference title. I think Texas Southern hangs around. I think that they should do enough in order to actually, uh, I'd say, keep this game within 15 for a decent portion. Of course, Kansas is going to win, but I'll take the points. Okay. You? Um yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm with you. Curdy Flirty says, "Watch out!" Yeah, no shit. I swear they're coming for you, buddy. Um, yeah, you. We both like Kansas to move on. We'll take we'll take Southern with the points. Uh, then Scott, interesting game there. It's going to be Creighton and San Diego State. It's going to be at the Dickies Arena down there in in Texas. Um, by the way, the KU is playing in Indianapolis, so it's where the first round game is for them. Ah, 
Scott, what do you want to believe here? Do you want to believe the San Diego State defense, or do you want to believe they're a typical MAC team that's going to bow out to a Creighton squad that's you know been playing pretty good basketball? What do you got? I'm going to take Creighton because Creighton had an awful beginning to the year with their overall young roster, and they pieced it together. And Villanova is the two seed. Creighton was leading that game with a couple minutes to go. It was a rock fight, which I expect this game to be. I love the under in this game. I think points are going to be at a premium. But I do like Creighton because I just think they're more versatile offensively. Both teams should play well defensively, but Creighton has a little bit more punch from the three-point line. I think that's enough. I don't like McDermott that much in the tournament, but I like him in this spot. I'll take the Blue Jays. You worry about Nemhard not being there? This team's gone just uh, well, three and two since Nemhard's been gone. Three and two, once again, they made it to the conference title game and almost beat Villanova. Mm-hmm. So San Diego State, once again, I faded the Mountain West in the tournament, or at least that's my move this year. Wyoming worked out because I faded them. So I'll go with Creighton and the under. I think at worst, this is a pick em. I'll take I'll take the points okay. with the Blue Jays and give me the two. That's how I'm looking at it. I don't think San Diego State really deserves to be favored here. Okay. And next up, we got Iowa and Richmond. That's a 5-12 game. Uh, take me a minute to get to the uh, to the lines there. I see 10 and a half. That's what I've got as well. Uh, I think you and I are both pretty big fans of this Iowa Hawkeyes team right now. Do you like them? Fading that, laying that many points against this Richmond squad that kind of surprised the world there a little bit. Well, I like Iowa overall to make a decent run in the tournament. However, I'm not going to lie. Princeton offenses kind of scare me in March when they're the underdog and you set a bunch of backdoor screens and you find a bunch of wide open layups. I think Richmond can keep this game close. However, Richmond has had, I believe it's five double digit comeback wins this season, which means one thing. They fall behind by double digits a lot. Right. <laughs> like that, like that's one takeaway there. So if you think Iowa's going to be leading at any point by 14, do you think Richmond can break, can, you know, find a way to come back? I do not. I don't. I like the experience of this Richmond team. I like the overall just, I'd say, selflessness of the roster because they share the ball pretty well. But Iowa's going to push the pace. They got the talent. I still think that Keegan is – the most underrated player in the country. I mean, Murray's a hell of a player. I'm going to go with Iowa. I think that team's really good. Okay. I'm with you. I don't think, I think they're on different planets. By the way, Curdy Flirt is going to be in Buffalo for all four sessions. That's excellent. You ever uh, done the NCAA thing? I have not. I was actually looking into doing it one year, and then I think I had a family wedding or something that I couldn't actually attend. Bummer. Bummer. That's going to be, yeah. that's going to be, uh, it's a lot of fun. I, I highly, highly recommend it. I don't know about the final four. I don't necessarily want to go to a stadium and sit up in the upper deck to see a basketball game. I don't want to sit in a 70,000-seat stadium, but the the arena stuff is cool. Uh, That's excellent, Curdy. Have a blast, man. Have an absolute blast, and uh, maybe drink a beer for me. All right, Scott. uh, Next up, we've got the game that a lot of people are talking about. This is one of those uh, games where... Maybe some misseeding? Would you would you go that far, Scott, as the uh, 13... I'm assuming this will be the most... Well, I mean, Virginia Tech and Loyola, I guess. We'll get to Loyola in a second, but I think this would be the most common 13-4 upset in pretty much everybody's bracket. Do you agree? Well, certainly the shortest spread is the... Yeah. Uh, and, of course, we're talking about 
the Providence Friars and uh, regular season champion of the Big East, by the way, going up against the regular season champion of the Summit League, the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Well, and the conference tournament. And the conference tournament, correct, correct. They've won a million in a row. Um, yeah, I think I think they were that. seven. I think they were seven, sixteen and one or seventeen and one in conference play. They've won a million and two yeah, in a row. They're very good. They're a fun team to watch. They don't go particularly fast, but they shoot a ton of threes, and they they do run transition. Man, I don't know. If I'd say better than anybody, but they for a mid major, they've got a hell of a transition game. In terms of transition offense. I have to assume South Dakota State is minimum top 10. Yeah, got to be. Got to be. Um, Providence favored by just two and a half here, Scott. You're going to get on the trend. You're gonna... It was two, so there has been a bit of Providence money recently. Does that surprise you? That money's coming in on the four seed against the 13 seed with such a low spread? No, it doesn't exactly surprise me. But okay. Providence is, again, the team that Ken Palm despises that I like because I think that they play hard and I like Ed Cooley as a coach, it's not a great matchup for them. It's really not because Providence loves to slow the pace down. South Dakota State loves to go up tempo. And you look at the actual transition numbers, South Dakota State transition offense, 99th percentile. Providence's transition defense, 11th percentile. So if South Dakota State can push the pace and run, Providence is going to have real problems. And I do think this game will be very close. I think that Providence will have its moments. But Providence offensively gets a little bit stagnant, a little bit too much. And I think that South Dakota State will make enough shots to get the job done. It's not going to be easy. I'm not picking South Dakota State to win in a route. But I do think the Jackrabbits will do enough to pull a one-point or two-point upset. Okay. I'm assuming you like Providence. I do, I do. I think I think they have the better athletes. This is this is a Jackrabbits team. It's a nice story. They're a great team in that conference. I just think they're out of their depth. Um, I'm going to get it a, could be. a nice number there. So, and, the truth uh, is, it's also a matter of you don't want to be that guy that has like no upsets at all with these mid-major schools. You know they're going to happen somewhere. Right. right. This is a pretty safe starting spot to pick a mid-major to beat a Power Five team. Yep. Agreed. And a quick reminder, everybody, if you're watching the video, whether you're watching it on Max Wagers Network or if you're watching it on the Winners and Winners YouTube channel, please remember to like and subscribe to that particular channel. We appreciate it, as always. Um, yeah, we're having a lot of success with Max Wagers Network. We want to get everybody from Winners and Winners over there to make sure you get subscribed to them as well, too. So you're going to see all the great content of not just us, but all the shows I mentioned earlier. Alrighty, so um, you and I di diverge for the first time on who's moving forward. We're going to go next, Scott, to number six, LSU against number 11, Iowa State. Um, mm -mm. This is one of the tougher games to pick because LSU got rid of its coach because of the you know probe with the investigations, whatever. I guess the counterpoint is I think Will Wade's a crappy basketball coach. So I am looking at LSU as the more talented team. Iowa State scored less than 42 points in like two of its last five games. Not a good I look. mean, offensively, they're a mess. Iowa State, I just think, peaked too early. And they've kind of been in neutral or even below neutral since that point. LSU is fine. They still have good athletes. They're still a top 10 defense in the country. I think the Tigers have too much talent 
And I think Eason's the best player on the court. So if you have the best player on the court and you play great defense and you have better athletes, I'll take the Tigers. I'm Go with Tigers. you. We, 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 talked, we talked earlier about this team that they uh, had what they're really their top three scorers that missed good chunks of the season. They're all back and healthy. Iowa State definitely trending in the wrong direction. I've got the uh, I've got the better seed moving on there. Scott, I guess. <laughs> your alma mater, the uh, Colgate. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Wisconsin Badgers, number three seed, taking on the Fighting Toothpaste Tubes in in Colgate. Colgate is kind of a fun story, Scott. This is a, a team again that can shoot shoot the threes. They're the kind of team, just like South Dakota State. If they get hot, if they can make those threes, you know, they could win. A couple of games, maybe even make it to the 16. But they got a tough task in those Wisconsin Badgers. Scott, minus eight points. That game is going to be played there in Milwaukee. That has to be kind of an advantage for the Badgers faithful, I would think, eh? Um, do you have your team covering here, or is Colgate going to be able to do enough to uh, beat the number? I assume you have them moving on. I have Wisconsin moving on. Truth is, I probably would have them on serious upset award if it was not in Milwaukee. I think that's a huge boost. But I'm going to take the points. Because Wisconsin has been the masters of close games the entire season. You look at the record of one-possession games, it's remarkable. But they've had a lot of them. So the point is, do I think that this Wisconsin team that drains a bunch of clock... I know Johnny Davis is really good, but offensively they have issues at times and in a game like this where possessions are at a premium I really don't want to lay eight points with a team that lost to Nebraska at home in its final regular season game and then lost to Michigan State so even though I do think Wisconsin will move on I still think this team is starting to show signs of decline I'm going to take the points because Wisconsin has been involved in so many close games I'm not picking them to win by margin now. Give me Wisconsin by six. All right. By the way, Earl, Sp- Earl Sportsbet says LSU could be a sweet 16 to lady. Talent-wise, they can. I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, what do you think um, about the Wisconsin game? You know, I'll tell you what I do. Like, I like Colgate first half. Okay. I would play Colgate first half plus you know, four and a half, five, whatever you can catch it at. I think Wisconsin ends up wearing them down in the end. I think they pull away. But again, How many points do you think Wisconsin needs to score in order to actually cover this number? In order to cover eight, I think Wisconsin is going to have to score at least 75, maybe 70. Okay, maybe. I think that's a little bit too much. I, I was going to put the number at like 70. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I, you, so you think you think they can hold this Colgate team to 62 points? No, my point was that I think that Colgate can hold Wisconsin oh. to like 68. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, that was my point. I don't think Wisconsin's getting to 70 because of the pace or the lack thereof. Uh, I think that's possible. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, again, anytime you've got a anytime you've got a s- slow-paced team and you've got a big number to cover, you have to take a long, mm-hmm. hard look at that. That's something that you need to take advantage of when you can. So if I'm putting the magic number at 70 and I don't think Wisconsin gets there, then I think Colgate hangs around and covers. Uh, yeah, very good. Hurdy Fleury, yeah, Wisconsin home game. He, if, if I'm getting ten, uh, yeah. plus people forget Colgate hung around a little bit with Arkansas last year. That's right. That's why I said the first half. That was Arkansas, right? That wasn't Bama. That was Arkansas. That was Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying that they lost in the end, but they hung around. I think I think I, they can do the same here. I think I had them there, and they let yeah. me down. So well, they got killed in the second half. They yeah. got absolutely demolished. But right. Miami 
at USC. Miami of Florida, by the way. Two teams that we really do not like nope. <laughs> this nope. season. They've they've not they've not been good to us. By the way, this is in uh, Greenville, South Carolina, my friend. Are you a believer in fading conferences? It depends on the situation. I mean, as a whole. Because I mean, general it, rule of thumb this year, the ACC has been pretty weak. It didn't work last year with the Pac-12, I'll tell you that much. Well, it did if you backed the Pac-12. Well, yeah, but fading a Pac-12 conference that last year wasn't you know, that my, good either. Yeah. My point was that, of course, you got to pick the right conferences, but... You, you will notice that some conferences appear to get on a roll while others just get humiliated. That usually happens in every tournament. Right. You look up and there's randomly like four teams from one conference still in the Sweet 16. Kind of the that same thing happens. with with bowl season. You'll see yeah. you'll, you'll see conference teams step yeah. up and one conference do particularly well. Um, I think at the end of the day, I'm going to have to go with the more talented team. I've got I've got USC here. I'll tell you what I do worry about. I think uh, is the fact that Miami plays very well as an underdog. They're nine and two against the number as a dog. Um, Duke is the only ACC team to win them in the first round, and they will be done before Sweet Sixteen. Well, I personally, I'm leaning North Carolina over Marquette just because I think the size. I think they're going to kill on the boards, but North Carolina is not very good. Duke's the one ACC team that should easily make it into the second round. I can't say the same about any other team. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. It is a down, it's a down year for the ACC, and I think it wasn't smoke and mirrors. I think that conference really does suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I've got USC there. What about you? I got USC. Uh, it's all because of five minutes that I watched in the, in the ACC tournament. I saw Miami struggle against Boston College's made-up 2-3 zone for the final three minutes of regulation and overtime. The fact that Boston College basically made up a zone defense and Miami looked like a deer in the headlights. Now they face off against a USC team that actually plays zone like somewhat. I do think that Miami's going to struggle against it. I'm going to take USC. Okay, I'm the same. I'm the same way. Final final first round game in that uh, regional is going to be Auburn minus fifteen and a half. Over the luckiest team in the field, Scott, Jacksonville State, a team that lost their conference tournament in the semifinals. But what? Why are they in the tournament, Scott? Because Bellarmine was ineligible and because the conference hates Jacksonville. Jacksonville couldn't hold a lead. That's exactly right. So Jacksonville State goes. They're catching 15 and a hook from Los Tigres. Scott, they don't belong here. Auburn, argue if you want that they're not as good as they were. Earlier in the season when they were ranked number one, you can argue they peaked in January. I don't care. I've got them to cover the number here against Jacksonville State. Go home. This one actually gives me pause because I really hate what I've seen from Auburn for the last month and a half. I know. What division? I think I'm going to take points. Remind me what conference they've been playing in. Oh, the the A-Sun? No. (laughs) I meant Auburn. Oh, Auburn. Oh, they're in the SEC. So you didn't like the way they looked against, you know, Kentucky or Vanderbilt or whatever, and now they get Jacksonville State? No. Well, you said Vandy. I didn't like the way they looked against Georgia where they almost lost. But Auburn on paper should win this game by, like, 30. Like, they Mm -hmm. they really should. Mm -hmm. But I think something's wrong with this Auburn team. And maybe it's just because I'm biased, which is definitely possible. I don't want to lay points with Auburn. You might look at it as saying Jacksonville State shouldn't be here. They're going to get embarrassed. 
On the other hand, you can say that they've been given a second chance that other teams don't have. And maybe they can throw caution into the wind and find a way to lose by 13. Nope. All right. Maybe. Okay. Good I'm enough. not going to bet this game at all. Like, just, like you, Out of all the games we talked about, I have no interest at all in betting Auburn. Love this game. Love I, this I'm, game. I'm just staying away. But Turn out the lights. The party's over. All right. Either way. All right. Uh, uh, Clint, we already talked about it. Which one? Uh, we disagree. He likes Providence. I like South Dakota State. Yep. I think that's the only one we disagreed with, too. All right. Well, so, well this one, we're, we're spread perspective. Yes. Yes. Um, well, do you like the Jacks moving on? I do. I think they pull the upset. Okay. So, I mean, that they'd be they're threading the needle there. Yeah, I like them with two and a half. I don't think they win the game. <laughs> if we were talking, if we were talking ATS, then we disagree on two. But if we're talking about actual moving on uh, money lines, then we disagree on one. Yep. Here's one we don't disagree on. Second round match going to be between KU and Creighton. I'm not even going to project lines here because it's going to depend on their performances, and you know, you never know about injuries. I'll uh, guess eight. We're not going to project lines. Eight. Yeah, just eight, like seven or eight, whatever. I'll okay. take Kansas. Uh, We're going to do. We'll do money lines from this point forward, though, because I'm sure a lot of you want to talk about futures. Right. I got Kansas. Yeah. No offense to Creighton. Good for them for looking for making this run with the young roster they have. They might be really good next year or a couple of years down the road, but I think they're too inexperienced. Kansas has too much in on the interior. I got Kansas. All right, and then the next round is uh, Iowa. I've got Iowa Providence. You've got Iowa and South Dakota State. I'm assuming whoever you have there, their journey stops. I do. I got Iowa, okay. which is why I also feel like for a bracket, you can gamble on South Dakota State because I got Iowa winning anyway. Right. South Dakota State, Iowa, whatever the total is, I'll take the over. Over. But I do think South Dakota State would hang around for a half, and then Iowa would just take over. So I got Iowa either way. Um. Yeah, that's a... You know, I, I agree. Uh, that boy, that'd be fun. That's going to be a fun game. I, I, and believe me, dude, I'm rooting for the Jacks. Um, I just, I just got a bad feeling against the Big East team and the, and the yeah. Horizon team. I don't think anyone on South Dakota State can guard Murray. No, no, that's that they don't play particularly good defense there. That's their downfall. Mm -hmm. uh, LSU and Wisconsin. Um, who you got Still there? Still in Milwaukee. Yep. I'm taking LSU. I am too. I, am too. I think that they are the significantly more talented team. All right. Uh, USC and Auburn. I think USC is live here because they run the unique defenses and they could switch it up. And Auburn might struggle against the zone, but I'm taking Auburn. Okay. I, I think they're too talented. And USC might have one good player in the other, Mosel, uh, other Mobley brother. Right. Jabari Smith and Kessler are nuts. They'll do whatever they want. And Kessler might have like seven blocks. I'll take Auburn. Yep, I'm with you. I'm, so far, the side of our bracket is exactly the same. All right, now let's get down to the nitty as well as the gritty, Scott. Kansas and Iowa, the one versus the five. Welcome, Anthony. Glad you made it, buddy. I am really, really tempted to pick Iowa. But the more I think about it, the more I'm not going to do it. Because I don't think Iowa's defense is good enough. I really like this Iowa team. They score a bunch of points. They're a lot of fun. But defensively, they've been known to have some mental lapses. We saw it against Indiana. They came back and won. But they really did not look good defensively for the majority of that game. Kansas just has so many guys 
And I don't know who's going to handle McCormick in the middle. I mean, of course, you got Abaji is pretty good. They got a lot of quality players there. Remy Martin's been okay since he came back. I'm going to go with Kansas. Iowa might be the popular upset pick. I think this this might be the hardest matchup that Kansas has in this region. But I'm going to take Kansas. I think they're just better. All right. I've got Iowa moving on. Okay, cool. I just... Do you want to give your case? Well, it it it's it's something that you talk about, and I'm surprised that you didn't play this angle. I would call uh, Bill Self Mister oh, Mid Mister Mid March, as he uh, yeah. usually does pretty well in the first round or two. You get to the round of sixteen, and all fucking bets are off with his KU Jayhawks team. They could shit the bed at any point. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I have no confidence. Is McCaffrey a great March coach, though? We're gonna find out. We're gonna... that's what I'm saying. Like you can talk about Bill Self choking because he makes the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight and they lose. I'm trying to think of any runs McCaffrey's really had. No, and I mean, but, you know, they run a different they run a different offense this year, Scott, without without Luka Garza. And I like... Well, they're versatile. They're I, really good. I like what this offense does. I think, I don't, I'm not sure. I, I know that Kansas is probably going to win the interior battle, but yeah. I, I think Iowa can make them pay from the perimeter. I, li- I like Iowa moving on there, but... I'm assuming it'll be a short spread. Like I know we're not guessing full spreads here, but three and a half. I think it'll be somewhere in between zero and in between Pickham and three and a half. I was going to say two and a half to three and a half. Yeah, I'm so. going to say it's somewhere in that range. I'm going to go with Kansas, but it's going to be very close. And again, we'll have we'll have two games under under our belts from both of those teams, yeah. so that will that will probably have more effect on the line than anything else. You know, mm-hmm. if Kansas scrapes by. Uh, you know, Texas Southern, if they beat Texas Southern by five and Iowa's been dominating, you know, you're going to see a really short line there. No question about it. Mm-hmm. Um, LSU and uh, Wisconsin, Scott. We already had that. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, LSU and Auburn. My bad. I think LSU is going to be a lot more alive in this game than people think. The thing is, I really don't like Auburn, but their section is so easy. It's so annoying, man. Like, if Auburn was playing anybody with a pulse, I would – or, like, you know, that wasn't a six seed that I think is going to make a run, but it was LSU, but – Played one game this really, year, Auburn beat them by 15. But, I was going to say – But LSU was really banged up. Yeah. I think I'll go Auburn, but – I think LSU is really live to win that game. I'll take Auburn by two. Okay. So you got, basically, you've got LSU to cover. Most yeah, like, most I do. Likely. I got LSU to cover. I got Auburn to win the game. All right, I've got LSU. I picked up. Okay. I picked LSU there. I, I I like it. I mean, I I don't like Auburn at all, but I got to look at their re, their path. They found themselves a pretty generous path for the most part. I think at this Auburn team, you look at them. They shit the bed about once out of every three games. Well, this will be okay. the, this yeah. will be this will be the third game. <laughs> so See, they'll be due. Yeah. I'm expecting them to shit the bed in the first game and not cover, but still beat Jacksonville State and then potentially lose in the Elite Eight. But Auburn is a team that in I'm gonna make several brackets. I will have Auburn losing in the Sweet 16 and a couple of them. Right. Because this team with Bruce Pearl should be so much better than they actually are. And the lack of consistency is honestly just shameful. Okay. All right. So you have the bracket. LSU in your elite eight. What's that? 
You got LSU in your elite eight. I do. Okay. Um, okay, so you've stuck chalk. You've got one versus two. I do. The LSU thing, I still have to kind of wait and see, which you can't do, of course, in a bracket, how they look with a brand new interim coach. Mm-hmm. And with that uncertainty, I got scared. Yeah, fair enough. And I picked Auburn. All right. So what's the line going to be if they if they both play good basketball, but nobody really stands out or the, the looks terrible limping their way in there? What's the line going to be? Who you got, KU or Auburn? So my hot take here, I think Auburn's favored. That is a hot I'm take. I'm going to say Auburn minus one. Okay. I think Auburn's favored because I think they're going to look at the actual roster, look at Jabari Smith, look at Kessler, look at everybody. And I do think that the argument will be Auburn has more upside. So I do think Auburn will be a very, very slight favorite. Could be Pickham, could be minus one. I'm going Kansas. I am. Okay. Bill Self, I know, has been awful in years past, and I make memes about it all the time. But maybe it's just me. I've been generous towards him and Rick Barnes this year so far in the bracket that I have made. Time to exercise some demons. Get some sage ready. You know, you're ready to go. I'm going to pick Kansas because I do think Auburn eventually is going to have a massive clunker. I think this is it. But I do think Auburn will be a slight favorite. Is that a hot take, or do you see where I'm coming from? Uh, I think it's a hot take. I see your logic. I think Kansas is going to be a – I think they'll be around a three-point favorite in this one. I, I think three is a bit much. but. Well, I've got a different regional final. I've got I, – I know you do. I've got so we'll, versus... we'll focus on mine, and then we'll focus on yours after. Are you still have more? Well, I was going to say, you think it's three. Why do you think Kansas would be favored by three? I think that I think they're the more I think they're the more talented team, and I think there's a lot better chance that Auburn won't look as good as Kansas in the first three games of the tournament. Okay, I think the Iowa and LSU games are going to be pretty telling for that spread. Of course, mm-hmm. assuming that actually happens, I'm I'm just going by upside. I think worst case scenario, or the spread furthest away from my prediction, I think Kansas is favored by two, like two tops. I think it's somewhere between there. I'm looking. I'm looking to see what. Uh, so Ken Palm's got Cam's is basically a point better than Auburn. That's what I'm saying. So I, I so. said I said one, but I think Auburn will be favored by that time. But and I think I if K, my question and, for you now, I think if KU gets to that spot, they'll they'll have looked better than Auburn in the tournament. That's my projection. Okay. And now it's time to talk about your uh, prediction here. Mm-hmm. You have LSU, yep. the six seed, correct against Auburn. No, I have LSU against no, sorry, against Iowa. Uh, against Iowa. Yep. Sorry, which is a hell of a matchup. I'll have fun watching that. The five six. Yep, correct. What are you picking for spread? I'm assuming Iowa would be favored. Yep. My guess would be Iowa minus three. That's that was right in my wheels. I was going to say three and a half to four. So that's right. Okay. That's right. The spot I was thinking. I've got I've got Iowa moving on. I think it's a one possession game late, but I wouldn't be surprised to see scramble points. Um. Uh, and see Iowa sneak and, and cover the number, win it by we're, five, we're five or six. We're on the same page there because I personally believe whoever wins that Kansas-Iowa matchup Absolutely. in the Sweet 16 yep. is going to the Final Four. Yes, agreed. So we just that's where we you know cross, but I do think that's the matchup that you should keep an eye on. Auburn on paper, people will keep backing. At some point, you throw the paper out when you constantly underachieve. Agreed, agreed. 
So, all right. So there you have it, everybody. We've got, uh, we've got, you've got KU moving to the Final Four. I do. I, pro- I promise you, I will have some. I will, I will have some brackets with KU as well. I don't. Before we fully wrap up, though, I mm-hmm. do want to quickly look at some of the future odds for teams to make the Final Four. Okay. Um, yeah, we kind of started to do that the other day, and we really didn't finish up. So yeah, this seems like well, we were doing it just generally. Now we can actually do a region. We can do it. We can do it by region as well, right? All right. So. Well, I'm in only in the Midwest. We can do the Final Four for the Midwest. Okay. All right. About where the value is. All right. Um, well, it breaks down obviously just like the seeds: Kansas plus two hundred, Auburn plus two fifty. Uh, then it gets a little hinky as your number five seeded Iowa Hawkeyes are the third betting choice at plus three fifty. Everybody else double digits, Scott. So pick me a pick me one of the favorites. You've got you've got KU plus two hundred. You play that. You're going to get involved at just two to one. I actually wouldn't. Because I think you'd be better off just trying to either set up an open parlay or a rollover parlay. I don't know why I would take plus 200. Right. Agreed. Totally agreed. Makes That makes I sense. I mean, at that point, I feel like the futures are only good if you take a long shot because you're kind of hoping that the entire region collapses around them. Right. So they might catch a couple of low spreads along the way. But for Kansas, of course, they'll be favored in pretty much every game. But you're looking at a spot where if you roll over your winnings for each round, at some point you'll make a lot more than a plus 200. The problem is laying the huge number in the first game. Correct. That's that's your, you know, I mean, but it's, it's basically free money. You know, I mean, you, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to have to lay, I don't know, whatever, 15. No, but think about whatever bet you want to do. You throw in 100 bucks. Right. Of course, you're going to bet it first round. You'll turn a hundred into like a hundred and five bucks, whatever the hell. No, 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 no. How you? How, wait a minute. Not if you if you take KU in the first round and you bet a hundred dollars, you're going to win about twelve bucks. You said twelve. I said I said five. Whatever. Okay. All right. So then you, the next so, round you bet a hundred and twelve. No, no. Okay. Then you just keep it going. All right. So you're not talking. I think about eventually, it. at that point, you will get past plus two hundred odds. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. Oh, that's that's the rollover parlay right. for not aware of what that is. You take your winnings from each round, and you just add it to the original bet that you made, and you just keep doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And if you can't, but get if you want there. some long shots or some odds here, I'm not taking Kansas. I would go with Iowa because I do really like that team. They're three, my second choice. Three fifty, right? I think if you want to go. For a long shot, I don't mind your LSU call because I do think that LSU has the potential. And Wade, I didn't like as a coach. So even with the uncertainty, did you think Wade was a good coach? Because I didn't. No. I thought that team consistently underperformed. I think if you want a serious long shot, I will go with USC at 25-1. to Because with their unique ability to switch defenses and with their ability to really outscore teams at times as well. They right. can win in a variety of ways. I don't mind 25 to 1 there if you think their zone defense gives teams some problems. The issue is the free throw shooting. That's the serious issue with the team. But if you want to go for a long shot, USC at 25 to 1, I don't hate. All right. Um, I wouldn't hate getting involved with Providence or Creighton at, at big prices there, 20, 28 uh, for for Providence and 33 for Creighton, probably better numbers available than that. You know, Scott, 
at some point you got to just stop fighting at Providence. Uh, according to Ken Palm, was the luckiest team in the in the nation. Who says that lucky streak is over? You start your you start your run on St. Patrick's Day. It could be kismet. So oh, you can argue the luckiest team of all time is the Valvano NC State team, and they won the title. Like you know, oh, yeah. you can still win being very lucky. Yeah, if you if you look at their run to the conference championship where they had to win the tournament to get in, if you look at that run, and then you look at their tournament run in the in the big dance, yeah, but. Uh, I'm just talking about, you know, according to the metrics of the team. To win the region, I don't think they have the athletes to beat Auburn or to beat Kansas. No, there are a reason they're 28 to 1. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. And, Wait, who? Yeah. Providence? I see 39 to 1. Okay. That's what I said. Shop your lines. And I've got Creighton at 33. What do you got? Uh, Creighton, I see 32. Okay. So the main disparity I see is Providence at 39. All right. Good enough. Um, I don't hate saying. JC's asking why we like LSU so much. He likes them a lot more than I do. The main reason is because of just overall roster talent. Because you look at Eason, who should be a lottery pick. He's really good. You look at the rest of the team, they have a lot of talent, and LSU also excels in one particular area. They are number four in adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. So if you want a long shot, Try to find a team that does something incredibly well, and LSU can defend with the best of them. So I do think that people will talk about the head coach. They'll talk about the distractions. But if, big if, they can piece it together for a week or two, the upside is definitely there. Yep, that's my main argument for LSU. You like it more than I do. I do. So. I think they're. I think they're undervalued because of the fact that they've uh, played some games without with, without certain players. I think that creates value in the market. I think there's still a perception about this team that they're probably a little bit better than the betting public thinks. And defense translates well into into, into tournament structures, generally speaking. So if you play good defense, you've always got a puncher's chance. So. That's that's why I like LSU. And I feel like that's just also a brief bracket tip, which is use Ken Palm if you want if you're stuck on a matchup or two. But usually the Final Four teams, of course, you have a Cinderella every now and then who goes on a miracle run. But most of the time, you have a somewhat Cinderella who's like a mid seed who is really good at either offense or defense, and they kind of just click at the right time. LSU seems like a team that has the pieces. They haven't fully clicked yet. And maybe, big maybe, the interim coach can find a way to connect the dots. What's the uh, Ken Palm stat top 10 in offense and defense? Won the championship? Is that right? I forgot the exact number, but it's frequently. Of course, it doesn't apply for LSU because they are 89th in offensive efficiency. No. It, well, it's just we were just talking about tips. And yeah. That, that's that's just, saying, a... just tips. It doesn't really apply that much this year, though, because you really don't have many teams that are top 10 in offense and defense. You have, you have one. Gonzaga. You have one. That's it. That's Yeah, that's it. You have Gonzaga. So if you want to follow the Ken Palm theory, pick Gonzaga. Yep. But I'm still looking at LSU as that one team that, even though the seeding suggests that they're not very good, Ken Palm really likes them, and you can do a lot worse at 25, at a 14 to 1 with this LSU team based on the upside. Okay, very good. Detroit Lenny says 100% agree on the LSU take. Very good. Cool. And don't forget to check out Detroit Lenny here in uh, – shit, he's coming up. Coming up with about yeah. 15 minutes. And for so. the record, by the way, USC is 46th in offense and 49th in defense, which isn't 
great for the trend stuff, but they're still top 50 in both. Yep. 25 to 1, you could do worse. Raymond O'Keefe said, I threw my life savings on the Irish. Uh, heavens to Murgatroyd. Good luck, buddy. I think there are better games to throw your life savings on, but I'm rooting for you, O'Keefe. Are you guys just still generally backing first half unders? Yes. Um, in, yeah. Especially when it involves mid-majors or low mid-major teams that are moving up to big arenas for the first time. A lot of these times, a lot of the times, the first time these players have ever played in a big arena. So, yes, absolutely. The first thing that I have really learned is that I don't even know if it matters because I also work for other companies and they've been tracking first half unders for a couple of years at this point with any, with every single game, just blindly betting it. They've hit North of like 58%, like for the last five years. It's done really, really well. Yes. Browns backer. We did a, uh, we did an early show. I don't really know. Sometimes there's a little bit of a gap between when we finish the show and when it actually gets posted to YouTube. So don't forget to check it on the Max Wagers Network, too, on their YouTube channel. So anyway. All right, buddy. That's about it. You ready? Yeah. All right. You're gonna, what are you going to go have a little buffet? I'm going to try to head over to the Bellagio. Then I have the very nice hotel phone call for three hours as my friend and I try to coordinate the six brackets in our pool. So that'll be fun. And besides that, I'll be at the sports book watching some games and I'm having some dinner with some co-hosts later. So there you go. Well, it sounds like it sounds like a good time. Make good decisions. That's what I tell my kids. Make good decisions mm-hmm. out there. And you guys make good decisions too. Make sure you uh, bet on mostly winners. All right. And uh, stay tuned. Check out Detroit Lenny doing his thing uh, as they uh, make some game time decisions. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget again to get subscribed to our channel over here at Winners and Winers, as well as our channel over at Max Wager Network. We appreciate the support. Uh, you should Detroit, co- I, I would, I would, Lenny, but Fly- unfortunately, I'm actually leaving Saturday morning. Flying out. Flying out. Got to go. Uh, unless, you win, unless you win a bunch of money, then you could, you could bump it a day. Yeah, one, you can hit me up on Twitter. If you're in Vegas before then, we can still hang out and watch some games. So just let me know. There you go. Uh, Detroit Lenny, if the if the pictures from the parade that he posted on Twitter are any indication, uh, he should definitely be somebody you want to hang with for a St. Patrick's Day in Vegas. All, that's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. All right, you guys have a great day. Don't forget to check us out again. Tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, we'll uh, wind it up and do it all again. We'll be doing it in the middle of basketball. The balls will be flying. Oh, very good. There he lives in Vegas. Right, so buddy. why don't you hit me up? We'll watch some we'll watch some games. All right. You guys have a great day. Thanks for watching. Check us out tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Scott and I once again will do our very best to help you in the journey to head back to the window. We'll see you then.